I'm going to put Stormy's quote in here because it amuses me. Sure. Ah, my God, that's huge. Let's try oh, you copied this straight from the webpage. What, what? Nothing, I just shouted, that's what she said. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 16th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Horseface Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ian. On this podcast, we will be talking about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or a link to an article you would like us to discuss. And we are now on Patreon. If you'd like to support the podcast directly to offset our creation costs, you can go to patreon.com slash profanearg or to our homepage, profaneargument.com, and become a patron of the show. You can sign up for one of the tiers. And uh, it will grant you access to listen to us live as we have a listener tonight. The what? Pits the Pittsburgh Atheist <laughs> is online and uh, is is listening and may have comments. We'll 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 see. But uh, yeah, just become a patron and uh, you will be able to listen to us live Tuesday nights. We start recording right around nine p.m. Eastern time. Uh, this week on the show, we'll be talking about Latinx because I just learned a new term. And Trump on 60 Minutes. But first, I wanted to talk about the Nobel Prizes that were given out because this actually showed up in my religious news. Uh, there was a Nobel Prize given out in chemistry. It went to three scientists whose ideas behind evolutionary biology to design a variety of molecules. And they so they used evolution in the enzymes they they waited they they tried to differentiate the different enzymes by the way they had evolved and mutated because of course enzymes reproduce quickly. very quickly i'll take your word for that <laughs> <laughs> and she was uh, apparently one of the scientists was able to produce an enzyme more than 200 times as effective as the one that they started with by the third generation so wow. they're manipulating the enzymes and trying to get them to grow in a certain way. And uh, very similar to how we domesticated dogs is how I would put it. How dogs came to be out of domesticating wolves. But in any case, it's just a, another way of, you know, using evolution to our, to our benefit. But, of course, the answers from Genesis have come out and said, <laughs> that's not evolution. Uh, according to them, you have to create an entirely different species for it to be evolution. And until that point, that doesn't prove that evolution is real. These people are just, it has, they say it has nothing to do with random chance. She's shifting around parts of DNA and making proteins better. You have to have an intelligent designer to have the starting enzyme. So it doesn't, uh, it's not evolution and that doesn't prove anything. So she's God. <laughs> she's gone i'm not yeah because she can manipulate she's intelligently designing things she is it's true yeah it, it's yeah you know, as jeff said anti-science people defining science words rage-filled <laughs> <laughs> 
they they don't understand what evolution is. They don't understand why do they? Well, well, that's a whole other topic. Why do they think that you need a different flu shot every year? Evolution, the flu evolves every year. But then we'll get into the whole anti-vaxxer thing, and that's a whole other level of crazy. So <laughs> that, that is another whole level of crazy, <laughs> as we found out from Jared's post. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to, to bring this up, but I found it amusing, so I'm going to. Okay. Brittany Carroll? Well, I was just going to say, in regards to what you had said, I'm like, look, if God didn't mention it in the Bible, <laughs> then it's not even real <laughs> or a thing we should be doing. We can't link to her video, though. There's no, We cannot send her views. She's a lunatic. So her premise is- that That's not is- her video, though. That one's obviously doctored. But let Ray tell uh, what it is first, because we're going on about it. <laughs> sure. So she is described as a healthy living expert, author, speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, mother of three. Does she use goop? She has the, there's a video, there's a. (laughs) Sorry, your tone took such an amazing amount of disdain when you got to mother of three. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, but the fact, the fact that she can procreate does not impress me. People do that accidentally every day. It's kind of built in. <laughs> Have you noticed, though, and this is completely not, well, kind of in the same thing, that, and no offense to actual mothers out there, but there are some women who think, like, as soon as they become a mother, like, they have sage wisdom to pass down to everybody, like, oh, well, I'm a mother, so you have to listen to whatever insane shit I say. Well, don't you know they brought life into the world? Duh. <laughs> so did the man. He got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> so did your cat. So doesn't make them special either my cat's dead karen <laughs> oh thanks a damn lot it. <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> you have two. Oh, that wasn't better <laughs> sorry jared in any case <laughs> i was kidding by the way <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, cara uh, her argument is that if vaccinations are real and they're so great and they're such a good thing, why aren't they even mentioned once in the Bible? <laughs> Her argument is God is all-knowing and knew what was coming, so why didn't he even me- mention some sort of injection of goodness? <laughs> Do you picture like her a- slamming the Bible down after making that statement and being like, got him! <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Done! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, ignoring the fact that, you know, airplanes and cars and, I don't know, electricity, everything else that wasn't included in the Bible. <laughs> Any medicine, aspirin. <laughs> yeah. Germ theory. Anything. How so, do you not, how do you make that statement and not see how everybody can blow holes through it? <laughs> and how do you make that statement and not realize that the, the exact opposite point is true? If God were omniscient and were giving the secrets to the universe to some, you know, guy in the Arab Peninsula, why didn't he mention that these things were coming? Why didn't, you know, he give him a clue? Now, you gotta let hundreds of thousands of people die who shouldn't in the meantime. Yeah, that also goes to, like, the uh, I hear Bill Maher talk about this all the time about the Ten Commandments and how, like, the first, like, six or seven are just about God. Mm. Yeah. And the re- and the end, but, like, he never mentioned slavery or pedophilia or all these things that are you know that you shouldn't do like why not mention those things but do do not take thy lord's name in vain that is just right out yeah keep the sabbath holy mm-hmm. so since we're on answers in genesis i'm going to move along to the kentucky story uh the ark park again came <sighs> up in the news because there is a 
Middle and high school students from Bell, Harlan, and Letcher counties were taken to the Ark Museum by Southeast Kentucky Community and Technical College as a college prep field trip. Wow. There's a guy named There's a guy named Dan Phelps who has an opinion article on Kentucky.com that I thought worded it very well, so I'm not going to reiterate what is on there too much, but it's perfectly clear that he he understands what's going on. He is a, ge- a geology teacher and is the president of the Kentucky Paleontological Society and vice president of Kentuckians for Science Education. So, if anybody's going to speak out a- against the Ark as uh, the Ark as a college prep field trip, I guess he's the guy to do it. <laughs> I saw something about the um, the cost to create the Ark Encounter would have housed all of the homeless people in Kentucky for, I don't remember the number of years, but it was a number of years and give them a stipend. Yes. I saw that same article somewhere earlier in the week. Yeah. So the, the fact that they believe in the Jesus, but don't believe his words, which say you should have spent the money on the poor and the homeless, is another example of the hypocrisy of the current church. Or the bullshit. You know me. I always maintain that they're not actually believers. True. You think Ken Ham is not actually a believer? You don't think he actually believes? He's a tough one. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I've seen a lot of Ken Ham interviews, and I'm like, boy, he really looks like he believes his bullshit. Mm. He really does. I tell you, based on this picture, though, if this thing ever fails, you can easily, with a few tweaks, turn this into a cool fantasy museum. (laughs) (laughs) And there's like a dinosaur busting out of that door. There's a giant. Looks like killing a young girl. In fairness... It's already a fantasy museum. <laughs> burn. You just burned Ken Ham and me. <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> I, I think it was possible to just now. Uh, so Dan Phelps mentions the Ark Encounter. It's, they have a science of geology on their third deck geology room, which apparently he took particular interest in and really didn't like what it was presenting. It basically tries to make the argument of the flood is the cause of all of the rock settlements and why we don't, you know, why certain things are found in different areas where we wouldn't expect them. And it's complete. It's Ooh. just complete hokum. And it just, hokum. it That's just, a good word. it just, is. <laughs> thanks. it hits me. I work across the hall from a person who I believe actually believes in this stuff. I mean, he's a young earther, so. I gotta ask him about the Ken Ham stuff. I gotta see if he's on board with that. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you buy into that, you know, the flat Earth. I mean, what's off limits at that point? Young Earth. I don't What'd think I this Earth is flat. I hope. I, oh man, if you're a young flat Earther, <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody I want to go drinking with. For a <laughs> oh, you probably don't. I mean, they have no. Nothing to back up their arguments. They just have, you know, a book written by Bronze Age people. It's a very pointless and a argument. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all that I have on that topic, I believe. Um, unless somebody has something else before I move on. Well, I have a, qu- I have a okay. question. How did this fall into a college prep thing? Yeah, it's like, that, that's not really answered. Um, it's a field trip to go learn, I guess, is how it qualified. Except you're learning stuff that's not based on facts so yeah well the community college spent more than thirteen hundred dollars for tickets to the ark and creation museum so is this community college publicly funded 
Well, the schools that they pull the students from to take there are public schools. Sure. But the Definitely. college, I don't – I mean, it's a college, so – Usually community colleges, though, are partially right. at least funded. So – and there is a mention of the Kentucky Constitution forbids the use of taxpayer dollars to support a ministry. So my guess is that the, they broke some laws. But will they be punished? I don't know. I think Dan Phelps needs to uh, contact the Freedom From Religion Foundation and see if they can do anything about that. Mm. The people in Kentucky whose money was wasted should probably file suit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeff made a good comment. They are public and middle high school students. Mm. They were, you know, they didn't lose any money, but they were drug into something that they didn't need to be drug into. So there's kind of two components to it. I'm just curious how, like, when you have a list of this of places to go and someone's like, yo, throw the Ark Encounter on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does that get through? <laughs> Religious fundamentalists. Yeah. That's an easy answer. Hey, I, in, in their defense, if I could see that shit for free, I would go. <laughs> oh, if I was in middle school, I'd be like, yo. Oh, yeah. They got yeah. mock-up dinosaurs there. <laughs> <laughs> Not spending the money being the, the key part of that. Yeah, yeah of course. I don't want to... <laughs> Support, support that endeavor. <laughs> I'm already finding myself low-grade amounts of stress the other day, so I will... This isn't really a good segue, but I'll tell you about it anyway, because I had a, <laughs> this come up with, with my child. Because I thought, you know, it's only preschool. It's only for another year. Surely I can undo anything that they've taught him. And I still think that's, that's almost certain. But the other day, this was Monday, I took him out for an afternoon adventure and we were going to go do something indoors but fun and we get there and it's raining and he looks at me and goes ah oh, it's raining man i sure hope god lets us play outside later and i was like oh, oh my heart no <laughs> <laughs> oh you're killing me <laughs> and uh i went i don't i don't think he has anything to do with that and uh he got my son my son goes yeah he 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 decides what happens uh, up there. Oh no! Like in the sky, and I was like, "Well, some people believe that." Is what I always tell him when he says God or Jesus things. I go, yeah, "Some people believe that." He goes, "I think I do," and I was like, "No!" Oh, oh no! <laughs> but then, stop being um, so wishy washy on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I again, I'm not. I was a little saddened, but. He's, he's Bear in mind that Ray was raised in the church for 18 years and was like, oh, wait, that was all wrong. I'm good. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I that, like, believe that, I think Ray... that like nine more months of preschool will probably won't do him any harm. Mm. That's that's probably true. But I believe that Ray is an anomaly <laughs> in most oh, cases. Thank you. Again, but as soon as he's done with that, he is going to continue to relate to be raised in a fully secular environment with two atheist parents and atheist friends who host atheist podcasts. <laughs> so, I I, again, I, I feel strong that uh, that he'll be okay. I was just, boy, it, it, it just it just stopped me in my tracks. Well, and you still have to have the, you know, the, the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and God argument. So, I mean, he's fine. He still believes in those other things, yeah. too. That's, again, he's I always just tell him, that's what some people think. Right. Not well, necessarily does he, me, but... Does he believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and stuff? I sure hope so. I put a lot of effort into those. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. 
So when it comes I mean, down to telling ex- him the truth, you can, you know, yeah. you can throw in God. Right. And when lying about him, I mean, that's why, again, I, Kelly and I go to great lengths to lie to him about most holidays. Some in hopes that he will pass it on to his friends and embarrass himself later in life. Like, if there's a holiday, <laughs> we have, you know, made a mythology for it so that we have an excuse to give him presents. <laughs> I mean, there's a Valentine's monkey. There was a uh, <laughs> what? There was uh, something came on Mother's Day to give him a present. <laughs> uh, it was, you better be careful with that. <laughs> no way! Going no, 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 I don't mean it like with the making up bullshit mythology, but the giving a present on every holiday. He's gonna start mm-hmm. expecting that every holiday. Oh, uh, we're well, we're weaning him off. Right. He's okay. We're good. <laughs> I just wanted to to mention that little. Hiccup that I had, and uh. <laughs> real briefly before we move on, and since we're on this subject, do I assume that all four of us and Jeff to some extent, even though he's not talking, <laughs> did everybody here believe in Santa Claus growing up? Yes, yes. I do not recall a time where I actually believed in Santa Claus. Really? Huh. No. You're such a cynic. Mm-hmm. I now I don't oh, for, for believe of- that it was ever pushed on me though. Like even mm. I, I recall times when like my mother would say hey that that gift is from santa claus not from one of us and it was always with like a wink and a nod mm. and you know i very i very early on saw because there were tags on all the gifts and i saw that the the handwriting was the same so <laughs> little analytical six-year-old ray amuses I, me I, that's the thing i, I don't have like a little sherlock how, holmes <laughs> i don't i don't know how long ago these memories are from i mean i can't say mm-hmm. it was six i my memory is awful now so i suspect that your your nine-year-older brother probably had something to do with you not believing in santa claus it's possible <laughs> hmm. now okay for so for those of us who did believe were you actually told that there was no santa claus or did it just dawn on you one day Oh, I don't remember. I asked. Oh, you asked, I, really? I very specifically asked. <laughs> and we're told the truth? Correct. All right. Next, it wasn't like that for me. Like, I just remember, like, a slow process where I just was like, oh, yeah, that can't be true. Okay. And just moved on. <laughs> I, I, Next. I think, actually, at some point I realized that it wasn't true, but Christmas was coming up, so I just let it go because <laughs> it meant more presents. So we'll bring this up and talk about it after Christmas. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really recall. <laughs> Jeff does say that he figured it out, and when he brought it up, his parents just confirmed it, which I think mm. is the way to go. Like, if you're the parents, you just go with it as long as it lasts because it's a useful yeah. tool. <laughs> and then you can have the conversation about you know the Virginia that there is a Santa Claus thing about it's not about whether the you know man comes down your chimney, considering that we live in an apartment and they have no chimney kind of thing. Uh, it's it's about the you know the giving and the spirit of the season. Blah blah blah. Well, I only asked, and, and definitely pertaining to Ian, because I know that Pendulette doesn't celebrate Christmas with his kids. He gives them what he calls giftmists, giftmists, <laughs> and just is like, "Yes, this is from us, and we're celebrating this holiday." But the gifts are from us. No, no Santa bullshit. Mm. And uh, as strict as I am with with my atheism, if I had, if I ever have a kid, I'd be totally into having that kid believe in Santa Claus for as long as possible. I don't know why we do that. I don't know why, though. I mean, why present a is it the projection of magic and wonder on a child? I think the world is magic enough, but yeah, know. but it's so awesome when you're a kid. <laughs> True, it is fucking awesome believing in Santa Claus. I wish I still did. 
Interesting. That's got to give some insight into Jared's psyche, but I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that I'm still a seven year old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. All right. Over in Belfast, this is interesting. There's uh, the same gay marriage cake incident has occurred in Northern Ireland. Hmm. A, a guy who's gay went in to get a cake. And it was a cake that said support uh, support gay rights, I believe. Now, I don't have it in front of me. But it was it specifically had writing on it about supporting gay marriage. And the cake maker refused to do it. There was a lawsuit, et cetera, et cetera. It eventually went to Britain's Supreme Court. And they ruled that the bakery had the right to refuse to bake the cake. Not because they were discriminating. The court says that there was no discrimination, but you can't make someone who is baking a cake, a like a form of art, write a message on it that they do not agree with. Hmm. Bold. It, yeah. Mm. I find it, it, it's interesting that they actually cited the United States Supreme Court decision. Yeah. That's oh, not no. precedence. Yeah. How is that precedence <laughs> when, you're, when you live in Britain? Like, how is that? I, I don't know how that works, but I mean, I guess they're not citing it as president, but they're just, they did cite it. Yeah. So I've got to wonder again, that just seems so open-ended and that's, I mean, they're, uh, but, I'm just so, so torn apart by things like this. I was, cause like on one end, I'm like, yeah, it's cake. Like, who cares? The other end, I'm like, well, how much do I have to not believe in it? Like religious not believe in it? Or what if it, what if unknowingly I'm a baker and, uh, Someone comes in and it says they want their cake to say "Best wishes, Anna." And I happen to know that particular Anna, and she's an ex, and I think that her life should be miserable. <laughs> it goes again. I don't believe that she should deserve any good wishes. I'm not making this cake. Or what Check if they, with the Supreme Court. What if somebody comes in and says, "You know, I want a cake that says Jar Jar Binks is the best character in Star Wars." <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm that's not outrageous. baking that cake. That is. <laughs> That is true. I, I, I is really think art. The- cake is food. Cut it out, everyone. Right. But the issue really is this, is that because if we owned a cake shop and somebody came in and be like, yo, I want you to make 20 cakes for me that all say fuck black people on them or kill all black people, you would well, probably be like, I don't think I'm going to do that. No. Yeah. And well, there's a protected class argument to that, though. But regardless, though, it's it kind of falls in the same thing. And the problem that we're having is that we're like, yes – you should not force somebody to write something on, I guess, a piece of art, even though it's not really that they don't believe in. But the issue that we're having is, is that what these people don't believe in is fucking horrible. Mm. And they shouldn't believe that. And that's where we're having an issue. Yeah. Okay. You know? That is true. We're like, we're like, yeah, it's right. But God damn it. Could you not be an <laughs> asshole about it and just bake the fucking cake? <laughs> right. Hmm. So to. To be clear, uh, the message on it, uh, Jeff helped me out here. Uh, the message was support gay marriage. He also wanted the image of Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street oh. underneath the message. <laughs> I heard they weren't gay. I heard that as well. <laughs> Sesame Street came out and said, they're puppets. Could you please just stop? <laughs> they don't even have bits. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Sexualizing puppets aside. <laughs> Now, again, if I remember the U.S. Supreme Court, it had nothing like this. Right. right. They were just, he was like, I'm hungry for some cake. Can you make me one? And the guy's like, no, you look gay. Get out. And the Supreme Court was super cool with that. No, they wanted a wedding cake, didn't they? 
I think it was a wedding cake, but I, I, the Supreme Court didn't even say that. I don't think they just said the lower court did not choose incorrectly. They didn't. They didn't say anything about the writing on the cake and and the you know sexual orientation of the plaintiffs. Right. They didn't go into that part of it. Yeah, the Supreme Court said that the lower courts were too hostile against the guy's religion, and that's why they ruled the way they did. It wasn't because of the mm. message on the cake and. Ian, my understanding was they hadn't asked for anything yet. They were there for a a wedding cake, but they had not asked for anything specifically and were told, I'm not going to sell you one. Right. Regardless, it doesn't matter what's on the cake. Right. Um, You could be just a plain white cake. I'm not selling it to you. I don't like it. It's a different level of wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I am. So here's my take. I'm on. I'm on the Baker side on this one. He doesn't want to support gay marriage. He shouldn't have to write that on there. Now, should he be required to just sell a plain cake that they can then put decorations on however they want? Yeah. Absolutely. Can he ask his staff, Does is anybody else okay with writing this? Because we would like yeah. to make money by selling these people something. If if you're a... I just don't want to do it personally. If you're the owner, I, I could see you not even wanting to go that far. Hmm. Where do the rights of the cake maker trump on the rights of the cake buyer i think it's whenever you're discriminating against the person because of who they are now i understand in a way that is what they're doing that's what they're doing (laughs) but at the same time i think that line has to be drawn somewhere yeah and i understand the art component of it but i mean it depends i mean does he bake cakes for other people that have words on them or does he just make cakes that have you know have roses on them it's the 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 normalcy of the request yeah and it probably needs to be handled on a case-by-case basis well Mm. wait a minute (laughs) what Mm? what if i own a company that does t-shirt printing Mm -hmm. and a guy calls me up and is like okay i need 100 t-shirts in black with white lettering that says hitler didn't do anything wrong now, is it my? I, I do have the right to say no, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would say yes because I think that could qualify as as hate speech, and you're not going to hmm. put your company behind that. Yeah, what he said. What if? <laughs> Trying to try to find a loophole here. <laughs> nope, I, I, you're, I hear what you're saying, and you're still you're still not wrong. I feel like my father got banned from a create-your-own-online t-shirt company because <laughs> of too many... I forget what they... Like, politically he, motivated? He, he, yeah, well, he they was very politically motivated, but he, he in their mind, he went too far hmm. with, with suggesting violence against the current administration or <laughs> suggesting the current administration do something vulgar to themselves. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And so he just dialed back his requests mm. and went through a new company. <laughs> <laughs> One with looser restrictions. <laughs> well, that I think is more, that wasn't a, a, a you know freedom of speech issue. That was more of a, we'll get in trouble if you if we make these for you kind of thing. It wasn't, a, I, I don't think it was a, a politically motivated, no, we don't believe the same things you do. It was, no, this has crossed a line of appropriateness and we'll get in trouble if we print them. <laughs> yeah, I, so... To, to qualify what I said before, I think there are a couple different lines. There's the line of crossing personal freedom, and then there's the, the line of, of crossing that is causing injury or mm. possible injury to somebody by, by producing something. So mm. 
like I said, this is a, I think there's a large gray area and it does need to, to be worked out like on a case by case basis. So we could be here all night with Jared, Jared's what ifs. <laughs> You're damn right. Cause I'm thinking about five or six more, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can put up a poll. <laughs> all right. So the next thing that I have is a poll from the pu- <laughs> public, it is, Public Religion Research Institute. They just recently put out poll results that were kind of shocking. The, so the bad news is, while six out of ten Americans would not vote for an accused candidate, the number drops to 41% if you look at GOP women and 28%. In GOP men. So if you're accused, if you're accused of sexual misconduct, sexual sexual harassment, not even assault, sexual harassment, fifty six percent of Republicans polled also said that they would consider supporting a candidate facing multiple accusations of harassment. So we were watching we were watching something earlier today, and there was this Republican woman from Texas who said she was voting for Ted Cruz. She wasn't going to vote, but she's voting for Ted Cruz. Because um, Kavanaugh was treated so unfairly and makes your head spin that, first of all, she thinks that Kavanaugh was treated unfairly and that she's going to go out and vote because of it for Ted Cruz. <laughs> and that Cruz. she sees a correlation there? Yes. That's, well, Ted Cruz sang his praises, you know, during those hearings, so. Right. Part of the tribalism. But I cut you off, Ray. Sorry, you had more. Well, there is a, there is a lot more. But the, I mean, the... This in particular, there are other things that don't go down party lines, but this Mm. in particular, the sexual harassment stuff, completely goes down party lines. If you look at the the general answers, and then if you divide it out to the people who are members of the Republican Party, it is quite clear that sexual harassment, it's not a thing for a lot of people on the Republican side. Well, is it, is it possible that what we consider sexual harassment, they don't? Yes. Yes. And so in so. their minds, they're like, well, yeah, I'm going to vote for him because he didn't really sexually harass him. He just smacked a girl on the ass. And what's wrong with that? Get over it. Right. There's a lot of that. I mean, okay. that's, a, that's a comment that I've heard from older relatives of mine that, you know, uh, that is just to be expected because, you know, boys will be boys. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> it's, boys will be attempting to rape girls in, in high right. school parties to just do it. They'll grab you in the ass, and you just have to look. You just have to, you know, tell them to stop it and keep on going. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> so yes, there is a difference in the way that people, in the degree of sexual abuse that people will tolerate and think is normal and okay. And for some reason, the GOP religious people are okay with putting up with a lot more. And I think than it, Democrats well, are. It goes. I think what it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Oh, I and I hate this term because I hear it all the time, but it seems like they move the goalpost a lot mm. to get what they want. So I'm always curious as how far will they move it? You know, well, the, if the, I mean, a number of them have said that what um, what Christine Blasey Ford said was credible, so they believe that that happened, but it's still okay because she wasn't actually raped. Oh, they're so, not, not not the through line that it wasn't Brett Kavanaugh though; it was <laughs> his doppelganger. Yeah, I don't think they're even. I don't think they care even that much they, because she wasn't actually raped. That um, well, it was just boys being boys, and they didn't. You know, they weren't going to rape her. That's not what they were doing. They were just, you know, kidding around and and, and you know, having a bit of fun. Thanks. Hilarious. So she was, she <laughs> was fortunate enough to escape, so it's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yes. And that's why I say how far they like and again, this is a scenario that would never happen, but I mean if if a tape dropped of Donald Trump, I mean actually raping somebody, like there's no doubt about it. Will they move that goalpost all the way and go Yes. Eh, What's rape? Yes. In in the Bible, it says, <laughs> you know. Well, the question will then be, well, what was she wearing? Where right. was she? How oh, did she get into that she situation? she asked for it. Okay. Right. But yeah. even like in the video, she's like, I do not want to do this. You are raping me, Donald Trump. If he was doing it at, to her at gunpoint, <laughs> they would justify it. I guarantee it. Wow. Right. Because just, Jeff just uh, messaged, it's political expediency. It's not about... Anything except what gets that person on the Supreme Court. Yeah, absolutely. Is it can't be about m- morality or ethics because no. if that were the case, all you have. I mean, if you're in the situation where, well, he didn't actually do it, so he didn't actually rape her, so it's okay. Well, why would it be okay that he's now lying about it as he's trying to get on the Supreme Court? Like, it's not about ethics because if it were. And you were going down the path of, well, maybe something happened. I do believe her, but, you know, it wasn't really rape. Well, then he's still lying. Like, so right, he said he it. was not. He said he wasn't even there. Right. Yeah. So how can you be like, well, yeah, they can't seem to get their fucking story straight. Is she well, they- making it up? Did she think it was somebody else? Did it not happen at all? And if it did happen, it's OK, because he was just being a dumb teenager. Hmm. Well, the answer to that is one of those one of those answers is the correct one, and there's four different answers I can pick from, and all of them make me satisfied. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you're just looking for an excuse to vote the way you want right. to vote. Right. They're in your tribe. You're going to vote for your tribe. Yep. But how do you not – I mean, like – and I was thinking about this the other day, about this with her. If you were going to make up something or mm. get your facts fucked up or whatever, whatever they're claiming she did, why would you put another person in the room right. as a mm. witness? Good point. And name that person. Right. And say that so, that person was involved in laughing with the person attacking you. Right. Who could easily, I mean, you know, I mean, like, if you're going to make shit up or or you're a little foggy on it, don't, don't, put, a, don't put a witness in the room. You got to keep it simple if you're lying. She right. made it complicated. And then, and then <laughs> that witness. So <laughs> now we have him and all he has to do is just flatly deny it. Because that's that's the move. That's all like he needs to do. Kavanaugh has denied it. Guy in the room has flatly denied it. So here comes guy in the room. Hey, were you in that room? And what do you think happened? Man, and he just went right up there and sandusky it right up. He was like, well, er, um, I like to rape girls a little, if that's what you're asking. I was like, oh, my God, here it comes again. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, yeah. matter. Uh, hey. <laughs> The only oh the only thing I'm goodness. taking away from that that point you just made is that well at least it mattered when it was Sandusky. <laughs> <laughs> Did it ever? I don't want it to be funny, but it was hilarious. Thank God he wasn't running for political office. Yeah, with Jesus. an arm. Yeah, yeah they would have been like, Senator Sandusky been... right now. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Ugh. Do you like to rape children? Like Kavanaugh uh, is gonna he's gonna yes. carry this. <laughs> Kavanaugh's gonna carry this for the next thirty years, right? Anything he does, says so be like, "Oh, the 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 rapist Kavanaugh, <laughs> right?" And Jeff makes a good point. Roy Moore barely lost. Right. Yeah, it was real damn close. Yeah, and he's still active politically, making noise. Ugh. 
All right. The the only other things I wanted to mention in this poll, since this was originally from the poll, there were some <laughs> there were some good bits of news. First, we did talk about the fact that there were some political divides on the whole sexual harassment thing, but pharmacists being allowed to self-declare religious grounds to refuse contraceptives to women, most people think that's wrong. Even like 74% of mainline Protestants, 67% black Protestants, 66% Roman Catholics. The more toward the right you get, the, the fewer people who think that. However, it's still, it was not divided by... It was nev never the minority? Right. No. And white evangelical wow. Protestants were at 53%. Yeah. Just a minority wow. majority, but. <laughs> also, oppose, uh, imposing gag rules on healthcare providers from discussing abortions with their parents. Um, much Patients. more close to the median, a lot, lot <laughs> lower, but 62% of Democrats oppose, 59% Republicans. So the political divide there doesn't really exist. So there were some several different things in here that <laughs> were not down the line as far as politics. Uh, there were some clear things about if you, you know, the more fundamental yeah. you are, the the could go either it could go either way with cake and rape but <laughs> as far as as far as medicine everybody is on board exactly. they're like do your jobs we need you we love keep our pills church. in america keep your church out of my doctor's office yeah yeah so i mean there's so that's some good news some good news from i had heard something too today that's kind of along the same lines did trump sign some bill saying that it's easier for pharmacists to do something or I probably should have paid more attention. Just cut this shit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that's if you a have time to special segment for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> if you have time to find it, let us know yeah. here in the next segment sure. or two. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Do something about something and thing. Well, I was hoping you guys knew. No, I had no <laughs> idea what you were talking about. Did he decide a bill that said Kid Rock deserves more money? I think he did. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> Gag clauses. Oh, okay. Oh, right. That was the so it oh, was the prices. bill that <laughs> the the idea was that the commercials uh, that you see all the time for for drugs had to put a cost in them. I had heard something about that in the news. Yeah, I think uh, it was on Vice today. So you, if you're going to advertise in the tele on television a drug, you have to say how much it costs. That's what this new bill does. Yeah. No big fucking deal. No way. Really. That's what I heard. I don't know the details, obviously. There's yeah. no way Trump would get behind something positive. I think the pharma yeah, the pharmaceutical companies were trying to make it so you had to go to a website to see the price. But I think the, the bill says no, if you're gonna advertise on the TV, you gotta put it on the TV. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I got conservatives posting this like this is the greatest thing ever to happen. Anyway well, it, it is a good thing. I mean it is, but it's not like fucking life changing. No, but it does make it so that, you know, when they're pushing Ambien or whatever the hell they're pushing, you know, it only costs $75 per pill. People go, oh, crap. I'll think I'll find another alternative. Well, I'll tell you what I learned from this, though, is that I'm leaving this podcast and doing one with Jeff where I just ramble on about something I kind of heard. <laughs> and then he tells me the actual story. <laughs> nice. Uh. All right. So my next thing was uh, Latinx. Humanist Alliance, the American Humanist Alliance, launches a new arm to support the voices in the Latinx community. Are you guys familiar with this term? I was not familiar with this term. I have. This is the first I've ever heard of Latinx. Okay. So, especially in Spanish, most words are either feminine or masculine. 
That's true. Like all, all words either end in an O or yes. an A. If it's an A, then it's feminine. If it's an O, then it's masculine. So when you're talking about Latinas, I'm talking about Latin women. If you're talking about Latinos, sure. it could be all men or mixed. Hmm. Right. So basically the male version is used if it's a group. Like if you have a group of five five women, then it, the, the word women would be feminine. The, as soon as you add one guy, it becomes masculine because it's mixed. So in order to correct that, they have come with the, up with the term Latin X instead of Latino or Latina. Hmm. Now, see, to me, well, nobody commented. But... I'm already out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, is that so how you have out. to say it, though? Like, as far as I know, well, that is how. Look it's at all these Latinx people. Is that how you would say it? I, I well, think, think about so. think about English. So English has the same issue. There's an all of mankind. And they've been, you know, trying to get all of humankind for quite some time. There is a similar thing thing in English. I mean, you used to say, I don't, I don't know. There's a there's a few words, but humankind is the one that, or mankind is the one that always comes to mind for me. That is masculine. It's got man in it. Even human has man in it. So this this is not just a Spanish. Even that, woman has man in it. But uh, pick your battles. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is a very low There's, scale. Serious. There is some dangerous, meaningful shit going on out there. Latin X is not <laughs> where I'm going to fucking put my time and effort. However, when the American Humanist Alliance decided to create a new branch to reach out to the Latin community, I understand. You don't want to immediately yeah. piss people off. So you use this new PC term, Latin X. That makes perfect sense. They also have the Feminist Humanist Alliance, the Black Humanist Alliance, and the LGBTQ Humanist Alliance. So, and there, there, there is something that is got to keep all us humanists separate. <laughs> I don't want to be in the same alliance as those queer humanists. <laughs> That's an excellent point. I'm glad you brought that up because it, the, in the article it addresses this. Uh, this article, by the way, is on the Friendly Atheist website. It says that why you know we do have all of these different branches are members of the Humanist Alliance, so they're all together. But the question is, why do we need so many of these different branches? And the answer that they say is because each group that they are defining has in some way their own fights like if you are black and humanist you're you're going to have things different to deal with than if you're gay and a humanist it's going to be a different fight it's going to be different arguments so they're trying to associate people together so that they can share experience and be able to support each other better <sighs> <laughs> Well, as as a, a uh, let me just back up a second here, though, because we kind of washed over one point that I want to comment on, and that is that it 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 is meaningful to change the terminology so that you don't say things like, "Well, I mean, how much manpower will it take to work this project?" Words have meanings; they're the only way we have of categorizing our world. And if you're categorizing the world as mankind and as manpower, it is exclusionary a little bit it's not a huge thing it's a little thing but it's an important little thing yeah but nobody says mankind and just thinks of men though why not it's got it's i understand it's got the word man in it but like when when someone says oh this is great for all of mankind i go 
Man, those women, they got fucked out of this deal. (laughs) This is only for mankind. But it it is a small marginalization. It's a small continuation of marginalization. It's not, like I said, it's not a huge thing, but acknowledge that it's a thing. Is this the is this the right corrective measure though? Eh, I don't know. Is <laughs> that this, I can't tell you. Or I, is this I'm not Latin, another? So I can't speak to it. Yeah, is this well? Either way, I can because it's another bullshit term like African American. <laughs> it, it is absolutely the wrong way to correct that situation because it is in it's inaccurate in every component and it's shameful in every component. Hmm? I mean, so. If you have a black person mm. who was born and raised in France, do you call them an African American? Of course not. <laughs> Why not? It's a cool term that makes them feel good about themselves. It is bullshit to the nth degree. I call them an African <laughs> French citizen. <laughs> no, of course you <laughs> An African Frenchie? Nonsense. And again, I come back to this. If you take someone like Charlize Theron, who was born and raised in South Africa, do you call her African-American? I think, well, I, I would agree that some terms, I think African-American is one of those ones that doesn't really work as a thing. Tell Latinx to get in line right behind it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I I have no stake in the Latinx <laughs> movement, so I can't speak to that. Hey, look, if it catches on, maybe I'll do it, but I'm not going to be pushing it myself. <laughs> I have, I, I am of the opinion that if, if people, it, it's to me, it's kind of like the LGBTQ thing. If you want to be called they, give me a minute, maybe a few weeks, but I'm, I might be on, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can to, to support using, calling you they instead of he or she. I, I'll do my best. Just don't yeah. be mad at me if I don't get it right the first few dozen times. Oh no! I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck that pronoun shit. <laughs> I have a, that is just getting f- way too far in the weeds. I well, and it is because it's all individual. Like, and I don't know right. what a person is going to want to be called until I get to know them. So that is the correct answer, Ray. Because I am with Jared. That stuff is out of control. But if someone specifically asks, I will absolutely accommodate them. I have no problem with that. But these, you know crazy umbrella terms that I need to dance around. That's no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> so I have yeah, it's a... The, it's the assuming factor when they get mad that you or, assumed. Right. Or no, no <laughs> buenex. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go crazy with these. Nice. <laughs> so when I first joined the military, one of the first interactions that I had with a, a guy that I, later in, you know, in the basic training, I got to be friends with pretty good, but he was from Mississippi. One of the darkest skin guys I have ever known. He got irate when somebody used the term African-American because he, he, I mean, he was pissed. He's like, I'm American. I'm as American as you are. I was never in Africa. Fuck you for calling me that. I happen (laughs) to be black. Not to mention all black people don't come from Africa. True as well. But he was born in- We all come from Africa originally. Well, we all, yes, that's true. (laughs) But he was born in America. We're all (laughs) African-Americans. He was born in America. He wanted to be called an American. If you had to, you know, refer to his race, then he was black. Sure. I don't know who came up with that term. It's kind of an oddball one. And it it amuses me to think that there are Americans wandering around the continent of Europe going, oh, you shouldn't call them that. You should call them African-Americans. People look like like, looking at them like they've got aliens coming out of their foreheads. (laughs) So I love that video of the 
the guy in CVS calling the cops on the woman with the coupon. Have you ever seen this? No. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. And she's black, by the way. Mm. And she's filming him while he's on the phone with the police. And he is shaking uncontrollably because he's nervous. <laughs> and the cops are like, well, what does she look like? And he's like, um, she's uh, – Af- and he, she goes – I'm black. Tell him I'm black. <laughs> and I was like, I want to marry that woman. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. We're running out of time. Moving on to some Trump stuff. So Trump was on 60 Minutes. I think this was his first public speaking to a reporter since the he was on with Lester Holt. And this, I I really like this article. Uh, it's on Variety. It's by Daniel Daddario. He really, he, I mean, it's not good for Leslie Stahl, but he basically said that Leslie Stahl came at him not as a journalist trying to get to the truth, but as like a, a human trying to get him to see the human side of things. And he, t- he basically says, what were you thinking? Have you been paying attention? This guy doesn't respond to that. And he absolutely did not. So he he interrupted her several times. There were there were a few times when she was like, "Well, what about? Well, you know, what do you think about what these people are feeling?" And he doesn't have any empathy, so he just railroaded over it and gave his opinion, and then they moved on to the next question. And this happened repeatedly. So the one thing that he said was that it turned into an hour long Trump rally in the guise of sixty minutes. It was. Pretty fucking insane to watch. I have not well, every seen time he it speaks all, but... for any length of time is Ugh. pretty freaking insane. He can't string two sentences together anymore. It's crazy. No, he is all over the fucking place, and he really it, it, to him it's just like I, I won, and what does it matter what I think, what you think, or right. other people's feelings? That's what it really comes down to. Yeah, that was the thing that re- that was the one that caught me the most was when she asked about him um, making fun of mm. Blasey Ford. And he was like, well, I really didn't. And he like, he he started the sentence a few different ways. And then eventually it was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. We won. That's all that matters. Exactly. Right. That, it's, it, that is crazy. Well, I, I know we're going to talk about um, the, the Saudis later, but the the whole argument he he was in the in the I think it was in the Oval Office. He's talking about where whether we should, there should be sanctions against the Saudis. The only formula he uses to determine whether we should do anything about it is do they give us money and since the answer is yes we don't do anything his his means of determining right and wrong are gross yeah and he can't even get the amount of money right (laughs) right the the part when she started listing off all of kim jong-un's atrocities Mm. and he was like don't give a shit i like him and he likes me (laughs) We're in we love. fell in love, is what he said. Yeesh. Well, she kept pressing him on that, and he was like, first he was like, I didn't say that. And she's like, well, yeah, you did. And he's like, well, it was a finger speech, and, you know. And he's like, what can I tell you? She's like, yeah, he tortures people. He starts, he's like, what can I tell you? I like the guy. <laughs> I don't know what the economic advantage, though, is to dealing with, oh, it's right. It's a brand new open field for putting Trump hotels in. Right. Well, not that. It's also a, a nice photo op. I, I We were on, you heard him? He said we were. The day he got into the office, we were on brink of war with North Korea. Mm, that's true. He, he could be the savior that, that fixes the war that never ended in the 1950s? 50s. And that is one of the things that gets – you know, when, when I go, what has Trump done? And they go, what about peace with North Korea? And I go, what about it? It hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah. They, they're making more missiles just like Leslie Stahl said. And he's like, eh, who knows what they're doing over there? Nobody knows. <laughs> you do. 
I'm like, you fucking asshole. You run the most powerful country in the world. You should know. Right. He does oh, that a was lot. a scary interview. It was so – and then, again, and, and I still can't believe that this guy is the president of the United <laughs> fucking States when he goes, yeah, well, I'm president and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> reminded of Game of Thrones. If if you have to scream, I am the king, then you are not one. Yeah. <laughs> but he is. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. Yeah. He does not prep for anything, does he? He doesn't no. prep for shit. No. No. He doesn't need to. He's so smart. He doesn't need to prep. He didn't even know if that, um, Ash- what's the guy's name? Ashugi? Ashagi? Kashogi? The journalist? Kashogi? Yeah. When they were talking, he's like, is this guy a U.S. citizen? I don't know. He's looking over. He's like, is that guy a U.S. citizen? <laughs> Resident. Oh, so who fucking cares? So yeah. Before we get onto that, I got to mention the one painting. So I'm going to post it in Discord oh. here. Oh, the painting on the wall in the White House. It is amazing. Uh, and, yeah. and amazing in a really bad way. It has no, it's amazing. Trump at the table <laughs> with Nixon and Eisenhower and Ford is in there and Bush and Lincoln and Reagan and Roosevelt. <laughs> oh, and I guess that's Bush Jr. as well. No, it is so tacky. And he has this hanging on the wall in the White House. Yep. He looks thin. <laughs> yeah, he looks in good shape there. Yeah. That's how that he is, sees himself. That is awesome. <laughs> it's it's presidents pay, playing poker. It's dogs it, it, playing poker. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I like how Lincoln. At least is, it's not in the Oval Office. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to put it there. The thing is horrific. They should have like an actual painting of this of all the times he switched fucking parties. Mm-hmm. You know, one where he's a Democrat, one where he's he was with the Green Party, one where he was doing this and that. He's actually I mean, drinking the, Diet Coke or get Diet the Cola. fuck out of here. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you're right. Oh, God. <laughs> so I think that one of my best quotes was from Kevin Williamson of the National Review, who called Trump a ridiculous buffoon with the worst taste since Caligula. <laughs> 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 anyway, I just wanted to post that painting just so that I could read that quote. It's amazing. Could you imagine if Obama did this? No. <laughs> Put him in there with JFK and Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, at this point, I think other people would do that, but for him to, to commission it and put it on the wall, yeah, that would have not gone over well. It's horrific. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so we so before you move yes. on, mm. um, from our listeners, Jeff wanted to point out that he is not wearing a wedding band in that picture. Huh. Oh. <laughs> mm. That is very interesting. I had not seen So he isn't. Well, Do the not last time- immortalize me as married. <laughs> <laughs> the last time he was that thin, he was not married. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, Melania is not lasting long. She's going to be gone in about a year, so let's not. <laughs> yeah. That remind people that I lost my wife. <laughs> For the third time. So I have this uh, I have this in here. I don't know how much we want to talk about it. There's really – well, I'm curious, Karen. You said there was a religious aspect to it. So the whole story around – he's a reporter who did some reporting for the Washington Times. He's re- resident of the Post. United States. Uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Khashoggi? Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I don't know. Khashoggi. But uh, the fact that he was – and it's coming out now that apparently he was killed in the Saudi embassy? Consulate. Consulate. He, in Turkey, yeah, yes. in, while while in Turkey, he went in, never came out. The they, I think they told the people who were waiting outside for him, or his wife, or I don't remember who it was outside. They said that, oh yeah, he left a while ago, which 
he never left and now they're saying that it he was has definitely since been dismembered they have placed 15 saudi high up saudi people in the location as well who flew in that day and flew out before the the end of the night uh in, right. including tourist visas for 4 hours right <laughs> including a high level forensics doctor who apparently brought with him, you know, as you do, a doctor bag with a bone saw. So we don't know the details yet. We don't know exactly what happened. But apparently there's a lot of discussion coming out of Saudi about how they're going to come up with the story that it was a botched interrogation. interrogation? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how bad you have to botch asking someone questions in order for them to end up in pieces. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, obviously that's not... Well, it's difficult, though, because this is in Turkey, and Erdogan is not exactly a good guy. So we don't know all the facts of this. We don't know how much of it is the Turks spinning it up. But I I still can believe everything that's come out. So there's a whole lot of we don't know the real story here going on. And we probably never will, because like we already said earlier today, there's a lot of money involved. And if the U.S. doesn't push it. Who's this gonna? is a consequence-free crime, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be lots of squawking and lots of noise, and Anderson Cooper is going to say bone saw 85 more freaking times, but I don't think anything's coming of sure. it. Sure. Nope. Well, absolutely. And I mean, when Trump was asked about it, he was like, ah, it could have been, you know, rogue killers. We don't know. Right. Nobody knows. Yeah, but they just admitted to it, didn't they? Not yet. They're oh. they're floating the, the idea of admitting to it. <laughs> think at this point after lying about it to me like after lying about it yeah i know in this day and age it's wouldn't me is your best defense yeah wouldn't me i don't know wouldn't me yeah. could have been yeah. anybody could have been those guys from the blacklist we don't know <laughs> they're real aren't they <laughs> what i find crazy about all this is like this is the straw that's going to break the camel's back for us in saudi arabia <laughs> no, yeah, not no. all the other horrible shit they do <laughs> definitely not even if he was a citizen, well, he was a naturalized citizen, so he wasn't born in the United States. Yeah, I would imagine and that that's even, even possible. He's still that's possibly he's, he's still a brown person. That's possibly why Trump even brought it up like that, just to make the right. point that he wasn't a U.S. citizen without blatantly saying, "Well, he wasn't a citizen, so I don't care." Right. Which is yeah. not shocking because every president no. kisses Saudi Arabia's ass, even Obama right. did. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant it's not shocking because. Every one of those people in Puerto Rico are U.S. citizens. He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah. Trump caring. We, yeah. we all know where that lies. He cares about the money coming in. <laughs> right. Ugh. So there's going to be you know, harumphing going, going on around the, around the world, but it's not going to come to anything. And the reason I say we don't know the facts is religion-based. I mean, the, the Turks and the Saudis follow a different branch of Islam. So they are perpetually arguing with each other anyway. And the whole political issues between the countries as well. Right. Not just the religion, but the politics too, yeah. And the idea that um, this new crown prince of Saudi Arabia is a moderating influence and, uh, air quote, good guy, has kind of gone out the window at this point. I like the one thing that um, Mohammed bin Salman said. He said, I'm just really surprised that everybody's so worked up about this. <laughs> So it happens more often. We just didn't notice last time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you let all my other shit fly. What, what's wrong with this one? <laughs> right. We've been bombing school buses in Yemen. Why are you, arguing, why are you all pissed off about this guy? 
I think they misunder under, underestimated the press's ability to back their own people yes. and the willingness to go to the wall for their own people. Yes, that is the correct answer. Yeah, because he was a journalist is the answer to this. Yeah, if it had been so some rando um, businessman, it probably would not have been such. <laughs> when it was just a bus filled with kids, no one cared. Right. Yeah, you know what? You're right because I mean, even though we did hear about uh, Otto Warmbier, the guy, the kid in North Korea. Yeah. We didn't hear about it, like, all the fucking time. Nope. nope. Like, there was a at least a year where you're like, didn't hear about it. You're like, oh, yeah, Otto's still out there. He's he's fucked up, but uh, he might be coming home. All right, let's move on. Right. All right. So the last uh, the last thing that I had, and actually I didn't really have anything for it, but uh, wanted to end it on the Trump, some Trump stuff. Warren, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. So I don't know if we really even want to talk about it too much. She came out and said, see, DNA proof, I do have Native American blood in me, which if if you're on the right wing side, you can, they're making the arguments that it's not even Native American. It's more like Southern, I don't know, Puerto Rican, Cuban, some sort of but below the border oh, really, DNA. It? It's not actually, <laughs> you know, American, as in the United States of America DNA. I don't know. Oh, the memes I see don't even bring that up. They're all it's the one of one thousand and fourteen percent, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. That's yeah. their big sticking point. I don't know what the actual numbers were. I mean, I think got her. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I mean, I, I my mother does genealogy, and she's done genealogy for a number of different people, and she says people often come to her and they say, "Well, the, the family story is that we've got some Native American in us back, you know, great grandmother times." And sometimes she'll find it, and a lot of times she doesn't. It's just a family story that Elizabeth Warren was told. And it has a kernel of truth to it. There is some Native American in her blood, but it goes back longer than she would have anticipated, given the story she was told as a child. I don't think she's done anything wrong. But they act like, even if it, even if it wasn't true, and it came out and said, nope, you have zero Native American blood, then what? Does she have to leave the Senate? <laughs> right. Like, what, is, what did you do? You, what, what is the issue here? You caught her in a in a, a mild mistake. Congratulations. Not even a mistake. Like, she has even claimed, hey, it was told to me. I don't know for sure. Right. You know, it's not like she was, like, wearing a headdress and be like, I am absolutely Native American. <laughs> right. I was going to say, it's not, it's not like they had her on tape saying, I will give $1 million to the charity of your choice if you do this. And then going, I never said that. <laughs> yeah, check your sources. I never said that. How does that, when he said that, how does that person not go, I have it right here on my phone, and here's you on video saying it. Right. I and then his response was, who cares, right? Yeah, like, I cares? assume that's got to be the end of, of your career if you do that, because I always wonder that too, Jared, in, in all mm. sincerity. Like, I want to know why Leslie Stahl isn't like, listen, I am ashamed to call you the president. You are one of the <laughs> dumbest human beings I've ever had the displeasure of interviewing, <laughs> And I hope you just shove a few more cheeseburgers in that face so that ticking time bomb of a cold black heart that you have just explodes and this country <laughs> is finally fucking free. Like, and then she's like, I'm done. I'm done with this hackery at 60 minutes. That's my sign off. And he's just standing there like, uh, did that just air? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> but it's never going to happen. No, it won't. Everybody is going to succumb to his bullying. Well, I mean, for another six years. But to her credit, she did call him out. I mean, like, they didn't go back and forth for long, but she did be like, well, that's not actually true, you know? And he was like, well, and then she's like, okay, I'm moving on. I'm not going to argue with you about this. Right. Well, I mean, to, to be, I mean, she has to 
make sure that she has access to him the next time. 60 Minutes needs to make sure that they have access to him the next time. The network needs to do the same thing all the way up the chain. So To they, what end? So he can yeah. bully them into letting him promote himself for an hour and then walk away? They gain yeah. nothing from that. I know. I mean, maybe viewership. I don't know. I guess it is a money. It's all about the fucking money. What am I thinking? <laughs> I got dumb for just a minute. Let me come down from my ivory tower and back to my reality of sadness. <laughs> she did a great job. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, she, I really did think she did a great job. She was not, you know, again, she's got to ask the questions and she's got to move on. Or, the, or it's going to be literally a 60-minute interview of them fighting back and forth of whether or not he said this or not or, or whatever. But and a lot of people like, admit he's wrong ever. No, but at least to, for the people who don't know, you know, like when he, like I can't remember which one of the things that she she called him out on, but there are people who believe him and don't ever hear the actual truth. Mm. Like for instance, oh, well, we have a hundred and or a, I don't know what what a astronomical fucking billion <laughs> number he's using for saying that we have a uh, sales with Saudi Arabia over these weapons. I think he's like 168 billion, where it's actually like 8 billion hmm. that we sold them. But he keeps saying that. And nobody, like even on CNN today, I was listening and they're like, he claims it's 100 and whatever billion. They don't go, but it's actually nine. That's what kills me right. when they don't do that part. Right. They don't, they don't actually throw the truth in as well. Right. Right. But occasionally it happens. I don't know if you guys caught that one guy from CBS arguing with Mitch McConnell over the Supreme Court thing and- what he did, and Mitch McConnell threw some fucking facts out at him, and the guy's like, that's not true. This is when it actually happened, and this was the case, and blah, blah, blah. And Mitch is like, hey, you got your facts wrong. And the guy's like, no, I don't. This is actual history. Yeah. <laughs> we can play the video if you like. You know. Yeah. And then Mitch was like, how dare you question me? I am the elite. <laughs> I am the swamp. <laughs> and that was really, that's another thing that it boils down to. Ian's right, though. It does boil down mostly to money, but on the other side, it's how dare you disagree with me? How dare you question anything I no. do? Mm. I am rich. I am powerful. I was born this way. As Stephen Miller said, the White House will not be questioned. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they're not pressing this asshole on all that shit that came about his father and the money that he received. Yeah, that kind of that story just kind of wandered off into the wilderness. Yeah. I can't believe he still hasn't released his taxes. <laughs> I can't believe Elizabeth, or maybe she did say, like, hey, I released this DNA test. Why don't you prove that you're actually a billionaire? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, that was another thing about that that I had totally forgotten. So so he has come back with a new, like, ridiculous set of things. Like, he'll only donate the million dollars to charity if she wins the presidency in 2020 or if he is allowed to administer the test himself, which he then he goes, which I definitely don't want to do. And I was like... Because you have no idea how the test is administered because you're retarded. You don't know how to do a cheek swab with a fucking cotton swab? You fucking piece of shit. Wait, he actually said yes. that? Yes. Yeah. He's changing the terms? He's altering yes. the deal? Yes. <laughs> Pray he doesn't alter it any further. Oh, boy. I'm glad you caught on to where I was going with that. I know, I'm here for you, buddy. All right, the very last thing. I'm moving on. The very last thing, uh, also on Trump. Uh, Stormy Daniels lost her lawsuit. They kicked it out and said that she had to pay Trump's legal fees for filing. That was for the defamation lawsuit? I believe I so. Yes. yes. Okay. So he responded by saying, what did he say? It was something about, uh, he, first he said she had a horse face. 
And yes, he did. I I don't remember what, what he said, but in any case, he responded with a with insults. I don't. Yeah, I can't find it, but he responded with insults on Twitter, and then she responded back. And Karen, you had her quote. D- did well. I wanted to see what. I can't even find it. He's tweeted so much today. I can't even find it. Ah, here it is. Thanks, Jeff. Federal judge throws out Stormy Daniels' lawsuit versus Trump. Trump is entitled to full legal fees at Fox News. Great. Now I can go after Horseface and her third-rate lawyer in the great state of Texas. She will confirm the letter she signed. She knows nothing about me, a total con. I love that she knows nothing about me. Like, he's he's really still upset about the whole (laughs) mushroom-shaped dick thing. (laughs) Her comeback and her her response to that tweet made me laugh out loud at work. I, it made me very happy and slightly appalled. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present your president. In addition to his um, shortcomings, he has demonstrated his incompetence, hatred of women, and lack of self-control on Twitter again, and perhaps a penchant for bestiality. Game on, tiny. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, I, first of all, I really enjoy her Trump move. Because as long as you slap a possibly or perhaps... Mm. You say anything you want. <laughs> Possibly illegal? <laughs> perhaps a pension for bestiality? Right, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. She didn't say he does, but he mm. might. We don't know. He does that <laughs> of shit all the time. What? My lawyer's giving people evidence against me? Possibly illegal? <laughs> well, no, it's not possibly illegal, but... Yes, good thing you put possibly there. Yeah. So I, I, I did enjoy that. I, I'm confused by hit. I feel like I still understand the stance he's trying to take, even though it's. I, I thought it had been well blown out of the water, but he's like, gonna go after Horseface. I was like, so you gave him money to a woman you thought was unattractive to fuck you? Is that what you've come to in your life? No, he's no, he's claiming that he didn't even fuck her. <laughs> so Nobody he gave an unattractive woman money for not fucking him. <laughs> So why did you give her money again? Please explain. <laughs> the best part about this, and I and I caught this on on the Young Turks where they they made a good point was, do you remember when Michelle Wolf did the correspondence dinner and made a joke about Sarah Huckabee's eyeliner, yeah. mm. and they yeah. went batshit crazy about her making fun of her looks, and this guy comes out and calls a woman horseface mm. to his forty million whatever followers, and they're like, nope, I'm okay with that, yeah. <laughs> Horse face is perfectly fine. Yep. And that's where we are today. So I also saw, too, on the Young Turks, they they brought up that the the defamation case is generally a bullshit case anyway. It was just to try to get him in court. Well, it's not – well, because – well, he's already in court for – or they're already suing him for something else, right? (laughs) Yeah. There's another case. Yeah. if you're going to fight in court, you're obviously going to say it's not true, and then they automatically go, well, then you're calling me a liar, and that's defamation. So it's just a way to pile on more shit. Right. Um, so they're like, it's actually pretty good held-up law to throw out cases like this. Yeah. But what every all the Trump supporters are latching on to is that she has to pay his legal fees now. Well, except that they've already appealed, so that's not happening no. yet. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Horse face. <laughs> just... <laughs> Horse face and mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's just going with Tiny. That's that's her new nickname. Game on, Tiny. <laughs> All right, the uh, that's good though. Getting back at him with with nicknames. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got one for everyone apparently. So uh, that is all I've got. Does anybody have anything that you want to discuss? 
will openly secular day. You have that on the I, list. I do, and I just wanted probably. to do that in closing. So oh, okay. October, well, I'll get October 19th, which is this coming Friday, openly secular day. This year, the openly secular website wants to invite everybody to celebrate being openly secular by contacting your representative and tell them you're a secular values voter. Uh, there is some information on the website on uh, what you can what you can say, what uh, how to how to present yourself in a way that is logical and coherent, and also by engaging in interfaith activities to foster an understanding across religious and philosophical divides. So it's it's again it's just a it's a way of encouraging people to to be vocal about the fact that you don't believe in the sky fairy that created mm. the flat world that we live on. I, I would caution those that are not in a safe space to do that. This is not currently 100% acceptance of secular people in this country, even in this country. So choose your audience carefully. That is definitely but, true. Um, and even even when you're amongst friends, you, sh you should take into account the how those friends might react. And the fact that yeah. they may end friendships over this. And if you, I encourage you to be willing to do that, but know the consequences of doing it. In this current climate, it's it can be risky. And again, I blame Trump. Totally. Arm yourself, atheists. Pence. Yeah, I blame Pence. I feel like this is swinging in a weird direction. I feel like maybe the unsafeness has increased, but I feel like being openly secular has been no... Has always had the potential for being that completely divisive. Yes, I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, this is years before Trump. <sighs> um, I, you know, very specifically know my brother. Someone ended a romantic relationship with him as soon as she found out that he was an atheist. There was like chit chat, chit chat, jibba jabba. She's like, "What do you mean you don't go to church?" He's like, uh, "I don't believe in God." She's like, "Cool, we're not dating." Wow. And that was that was the end. He was like, "We're not what?" He's she was like, "Lose my number. Wow. Pretend we do not know each other." I love Jeebus, and he was Harsh. like, "Yeah, that's too bad." It's good to know and now. She immediately logged on to ChristianSingles.com. <laughs> yeah, Christian Mingle. That's the way to go. I mean, I think a lot of us are fortunate to live in an area of the country that is people just don't care. It's fine, not not an issue for the most part, but. Not everybody does. I mean, if you live in the deep south somewhere, it can be risky. Mm. I like what Jeff said. Rack shotgun. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast I'm doing with Jeff. It's uh, armed, armed atheists. <laughs> All right. I think, uh, yeah, we've gone long again somehow, even with fewer news stories. All right. But that is all we've got for this week. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media, or you can leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet at profanearg, or send an email to godless at profaneargument.com. Uh, also, check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, a whole host of podcasts for your listening pleasure. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs>